And now it's time to get a closer look at some of these uh, key words with Junie joining us in the studio. Good morning, Junie. Morning, Lena. Long time. I guess if you say so, yeah. It's been a while. <laughs> On air. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's for sure. Thank you very much for filling in for Anna. Some of our listeners are asking about his whereabouts. Mm. We all need a vacation from time to time. Yes, we do. And he hasn't gone in a very long time. Mm. So he'll be back next week. <laughs> in the meantime, keeping a seat warm, Junie, let's jump into our keyword news portion of the day. We're going to try to clarify some of these major headlines for our listeners. And this is our first pick of the day Hamas condemned. So President Yoon met a delegation of U.S. senators who are visiting Korea on Wednesday, where he openly condemned the Palestinian militant group Hamas for its recent attack on Israel. It seems the death tally has surpassed 2,000 as we speak. Right. So, yes, this was uh, President Yoon's first public comment on the Mm -hmm. issue since last week's surprise attack by Hamas on Israel's border regions near the Gaza Strip. Uh, So President Yoon and the delegation of U.S. senators Uh, led by Democratic Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, jointly condemned Hamas for its indiscriminate attack uh, that also targeted civilians. And we've had reports of many atrocities coming out of many kibbutzes and other communities in the border region. And uh, they they expressed their shared goal of bringing a swift resolution to the crisis. Mm. Uh, President Yoon also emphasized the importance of a united front between Seoul, uh, Washington, and Tokyo, to also counter North Korea's escalating nuclear threat. Hmm. Uh, Yoon also su- asked for support from Congress to support legislation uh, that promotes better economic and security ties between uh, Korea and and U.S. Uh, Senate leader Chuck Schumer echoed Yoon's sentiments, saying uh, the U.S. has been astonished by mm-hmm. South Korea's ever-growing international role and contributions, and that Korean firms and their investments have had a significant positive positive impact on Mm. the U.S. economy as well. And for job creation too, right? Oh, yeah. Mm. Uh, Speaking of which, uh, when we discuss what's been happening in different parts of the world, economic ramifications Mm. also comes into question. President Yoon also held a separate meeting with his cabinet on the same day where he stressed the importance of risk management in response to the latest conflict between Israel and Hamas. Yes, so Yoon has warned that the crisis in the Middle East, uh, coupled with the ongoing war in Ukraine, could further threaten global supply chains and energy security. Uh, Yoon said that a failure to proactively counter these external risks could lead to serious consequences for the Korean people as a whole. And given the complex and very nuanced and interconnected nature of the situation Mm -hmm. that's ongoing in the Middle East right now, uh, Yoon called on his cabinet to make thorough preparations to protect the nation and its citizens from the potential economic and security fallout of the ongoing conflict between Israel and Hamas. Mm -hmm. He also instructed his officials to provide him with regular updates and brief him on the wide-ranging implications of the crisis as it continues to unfold and evolve. When we talk about the economic ramifications, oil prices is the first thing that comes to mind. But, I mean, there are a host of other security issues. Could this prompt um, other uh, factions across the world to maybe on the tail of Hamas attack, of course. start advancing, right? Yeah, Hezbollah is uh, exactly. making some moves right now, so it's mm. an ongoing issue. And a developing sure. one at that. Yeah. Okay, and President Yoon wants his cabinet to keep close tabs from mm-hmm. all angles. Uh, speaking of the state of the economy, uh, the country's uh, think tank has a slightly optimistic outlook. Let's take a closer look at our second keyword of the day. 
economic recovery. So a Korean economic think tank believes that the local economy is recovering ever so slowly despite mm. external uncertainties like geopolitical issues that we just uh, discussed yeah. and U.S. interest rate hikes. So can you mm. tell us more about the analysis? Right. So according to the KDI, the economy is indeed just weathering global uncertainties enough to recover ever so slightly. <laughs> but look at the wording, okay. Yeah, So, but still, it is uh, an improvement mm. compared to last month's assessment by the KDI, okay. which was a lot more doom and gloom, mm. citing global uncertainties, and this was before this whole Hamas attack, Hamas attack in mm. the Middle East. Mm. But, I mean, that aside, though, the KDI thinks that although exports have continued to decline, the, the economic downturn is slowly easing mm. uh, due to a partial recovery in the semiconductor industry in particular. Uh, indeed, in September, exports again declined 4.4% compared to the year before. Mm. But this was still, in fact, the lowest rate of decline seen all year. Okay. So again, due to the chip industry bottoming out and now recovering. So in August, data showed that uh, chip production rose more than 8% on year thanks to rising demand for high-performance chips used for AI mm-hmm. and other advanced applications. Again, ever so slightly recovering, but not out of the woods yet. Mm-hmm. Still better than last month. <laughs> but again, this was not accounting for the latest crisis in the Middle East. So we'll have to see what their latest assessment is next month or, or in the months, months following, following that. Yeah. All right. Uh, speaking of the semiconductor industry, here's uh, a company that took a huge blow. Mm-hmm. Let's take a look at Samsung's operating profits. This is our third keyword of the day. Surprise earnings. So Samsung Electronics released its third quarter earnings guidance on Wednesday, which mm. yielded figures that surprised analysts with much improved figures compared to the first two quarters of this year anyway. I mean, we expected it to really poorly. Yeah, So, but these are preliminary figures, of right. course. But Samsung's operating profit for the third quarter from July to September uh, was tallied at 2.4 trillion won. That's roughly 1.8 billion U.S. dollars. And although this is nearly 80% lower than the same period last year, it's still more than triple the 600 billion won profit that Samsung posted in the first and second quarters of this year combined. Mm. So much better numbers compared to the first half of the year. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Samsung's third quarter earnings far exceeded street forecasts with the performance of its mobile and display divisions believed to have offset heavy losses suffered by its semiconductor business Mm. Uh, factors contributing to the improvement include strong sales for the company's new smartphones, including the Galaxy Z Flip 5 and Z Flip Fold, mm-hmm. and also robust display revenues. So making up for uh, the lacking semiconductor yeah. uh, per, uh, portfolio mm. elsewhere. Yeah. Okay, so Samsung's loss-making semiconductor division may be on the verge of a turnaround, mm. uh, we project ever so carefully, which is actually good news for the Korean tech giant, of course. Right, so as the KDI said, right, uh, right. chips are on the are on the mend. Mm. And of course, that's important because chips have traditionally been Samsung's bread and butter. It's, it's cash cow. Cash cow was its cash cow, the most profitable division. <laughs> right. But it's fallen fallen on some pretty hard times recently because of, of falling semiconductor prices mm. in recent years. Uh, Samsung announced, though, back in the first quarter that it was scaling back its manufacturing capacity for memory chips, and the effects of those production cuts may become more pronounced in the fourth quarter. And this, combined with the earlier mentioned uh, recovery, anticipated mm-hmm. recovery in memory chip prices, and a reduction in, in inventory is expected to further improve the company's fortunes in the future. And analysts believe that Samsung's memory chip business has bottomed out, and with prices appearing to stabilize and rebound, 
as evidenced by the recent recovery of DRAM spot prices, Mm -hmm. which is widely regarded in the industry as an important leading indicator in the Mm -hmm. semiconductor business. All right. Wait and see. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, The big question at hand in tackling the country's record low birth rate has been how to tackle it from all angles. There are Mm. several moving parts, one of which is expanding on existing subsidies. This is our fourth keyword of the day. Kindergarten subsidies. So Korea's education ministry is considering a plan to provide more subsidies for parents with children in kindergarten. So toddlers and young children. Tell us more. Sure. So uh, Korea currently provides a subsidy of 150,000 won, which is roughly $125 a month Mm. for each public kindergarten student and 350,000 won, which is roughly $300 a month Mm. for every private kindergarten student to cover their cost of education for parents. So the ministry has proposed bumping these figures both by 50,000 won each to support the government's push to consolidate the management of preschool and kindergarten education, which are right now overseen separately at the moment. Uh, As part of the government's plan, uh, the ministry is also looking to pass new legislation Mm. that would enable these proposed bump in subsidies Mm. and hopefully have them included in next year's budget, which are currently being discussed Mm. at the National Assembly. So this subsidies doesn't come immediately. They're they're still considering it and expanding on it? Right. And it has to the decision has to come in time so it can be included in next year's budget. Okay. So time uh, is ticking. T- I was mm. going to say, yeah. um, and budgets are really difficult to find a consensus or agreements on. And right. uh, mm. spring is when we get a new semester, right? Of course. Yeah, but okay. it's about our future. Our children and our future, so I'm sure they'll find... <laughs> the children are yeah, our future. Yeah. <laughs> that is absolutely not cliche. Yeah. We should figure things out. And it is, mm. at the end of the day, alleviating some of the, the hefty financial burdens on the parents who are already struggling to send their uh, children to good preschools, yeah. kindergartens. And so, of course, they mm. can be working parents. Of course. Yeah. I know we often say that throwing money at the issue is not going to mm. solve it. Of mm. course not on a fundamental level, but mm. these moving parts have to go hand in hand. Yeah. Don't you agree? Mm. Okay. And on to our final keyword of the day. By-election victory. So this is supposed to be kind of the litmus test for the upcoming general elections next year. Um, A big win for the Democratic Party of Korea that Mm. won a local by-election in the Western Seoul District with the outcome providing some early hints on the uh, potential outcome next year's general elections. But, I mean, to be fair, the Gangseo District is traditionally a very liberal stronghold. Yeah, it's a liberal stronghold. Okay. So... The Democratic Party was expected to win, so and they did. Uh, by what margin, right? By a huge margin. That's mm-hmm. the problem, really, that's troubling the uh, ruling party right now. So Democratic Party candidate Jin Kyo-hun won a landslide victory over People Power Party candidate Kim Tae-woo, securing 56.5% of the votes as opposed to just 17.2% uh. for his opponent which is quite troubling. It's a um, landslide victory for the DP. Right. So, I mean, it's just a small by-election. Right. It's to, it, they elected the head of one war chief out of Seoul's <laughs> 25 wards. So it's not going to suddenly change the election landscape. But right. still, it is, a, it is a very important litmus test. Mm. Uh, and the outcome, again, was, has caused a lot of unease for the ruling People Power Party, mm. which expected, again, to lose the contest but not by such a significant margin. Mm. So again, this has kind of uh, reignited discussion within the ruling party over the necessity of party reforms, especially Mm. ahead of next year's 
very crucial general elections. Okay. It's still very early on in President Yoon's mm. uh, term. So yeah. it would be indicative of how the public feels of about the, PPP, the ruling party. Yeah. So you're right. High stakes. Mm-hmm. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Uh, it's a crucial endorsement for now anyway for the opposition Democratic Party on the other hand um, it's it's a big win for them of course yeah also as you mentioned perhaps mm. like the US midterms you know mm. it might be a bit of an indictment of mm. President Yoon's administration how so it's doing far, right. its policies mm. uh, so again the Democratic Party coming off its big win will surely tr- surely try to leverage this public sentiment mm. against the Yoon administration mm. To push its own legislative agendas at the National Assembly. Mm. And again, while the by election victory has somewhat vindicated the Democratic Party's uh, troubled mm-hmm. leadership, mm-hmm. Uh, many opposition party lawmakers within the DP right. still remain concerned about the uh, legal troubles that refuse to go away regarding its uh, party chairman, Lee Jae Myung, mm. which could maybe perhaps come back to haunt them again on the eve of the general elections because we still have five months to go mm. and we still don't know what the prosecutors still might have up their sleeves. So let's see. All right, let's wait and see. That's a political arena and the latest. Uh, thank you for so much, Juni, for joining us today. We'll see you again tomorrow. I'll see you again. Thank you. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.